of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? It's a lot of shit going on this week. As far as what? Just video game bullshit. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get... There's a, lot, there's a lot to talk about. I don't, I don't know even where to begin. Well, I... We'll start... I have a brief... We can, start, uh, we can start at the beginning. Well, right. What we've been playing. That's what we'll do. Uh, those of you guys who are new in our channel, uh, we are a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. It's here live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, so make sure you hit that follow button if you're just coming in. Um, on today's show, we're going to talk about the Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Uh, I, I, I feel, personally, this is a shit show. I, I think they've already taken the EA award for for best developer to be full of shit uh, for for the 2018 season. They have a a quick lead. We'll see what happens. Uh, EA fucked it up last year. They have they have the title, so we'll see what the, what Activision can do this year. Uh, and they have a bunch of games, but this particular game uh, is taking the shit show. Uh, after that, we're going to talk about. There's a there's a debate right now going on. I'm not for or against or believe or not believe against it, but we're going to talk about it. If Twitch and Let's Plays are taking money away from the developers based on single-player games. We're going to talk about that. Uh, another thing after that, we're going to talk about game devs, indie game devs, and uh, you know smaller companies and GameStop. How GameStop is forced, not forcing, but... Being a little bit dirty, right? They're a business. They're they're trying to make money, trying to stay afloat. We've already predicted they'll be dead in two years. It's been one year since that prediction. So I think they have about a year left because they're all making all their stuff into like think geek type stuff. Um but are they are they going to survive and how is the industry going to adapt to this, what they're doing? And we're, we'll talk about that. And then last but not least, we're gonna talk about Fortnite. And early access games and betas and alphas, and if this is the new, this is the norm that we're going to see in the industry. So that's what's on the docket tonight. Uh, at first up, uh, we're going to talk about the games we've been playing. Me and Sarge have been playing Star Wars Battlefront 2, the shit show from last year, um, which is actually, right, so I, it's a good I, game. I, it's a good game. Okay, I, I broke down because it was on sale for $19.80. Right. And I've been playing and, it since and, long. And 19, 1980 had a little ring for me, so I thought that's the reason <laughs> I should have bought it. I said, well, 1980? All right, I'll buy it for 1980. That sounds like a good price. Um, I believe it's the opposite way around, Duplis. I'm pretty sure GameStop bought ThinkGeek. I'm pretty no, no. No, did ThinkGeek think buy around. GameStop? I think it's the other way around because they're hemorrhaging. All right, well, let me, let me make sure because I, I want to make sh sure we have. <clears throat> or we're not bound by journalistic integrity. 
Well, I want to make sure. I, I don't want to give up. No, false I'm just saying. They can't. They can't hold you and loot and, and noose you like the rest of the no, news. No, a lot of people though. They they they're like, uh, you told me the news and I believe everything you say. So. No, it says right here. In 2015, GameStop buys ThinkGeek. Yeah. Yeah. GameStop uh, sales company has bought ThinkGeek uh, toy company for $140 million and $20 a share. At $20 a share. So basically, GameStop's going to turn themselves into Spencer's and then slowly die. <laughs> right. Or Hot Topics, right? like a Spencer's Hot Topics type store. Yeah. 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 They're going to sell everything video game. Video game cool shirts keyboards headsets it's going to be fantastic we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit too duplice if we get to it about the how cocky they are but first we're going to talk about star wars so sarge you you didn't play it at all i thought you owned it but you didn't own it um i've owned it since the beginning i don't feel look i've i've bought a lot of games in my time okay and i've regretted two and star wars battlefront series is not one of those two one or two either time Back in the are, old are you, days, are you, talking about, are you talking about feeling bad for being for buying the game? No, no, I'm just saying people people give it shit. It's a really honestly, it's a really good game. They've done a really good. Say what you want. the The microtransactions were before, out before they even even released, right? Because of the beta and and because of the community, what they did forced them to change it before it actually released. At release, <clears throat> it was a good game, but because of the stigma that it had on it, people just shit all over it because they still the, thought the, the, the no, no, hold on. yeah but the way you're answering that you still think there was microtransactions in the game and there was no microtransactions when it launched it was it was pay to win no no it was not pay to win it was before it launched what i'm saying listen to the conversation when it released on day one there was no microtransactions to pay to win in the game they changed it yeah. before it released because of the community that's right it was but it was too late at that point no no it was too late no, it, was, it wasn't too late. Too late would be after the fact that it released. They fixed it before it released. Well, their sales showed otherwise. Well, correct. And that's why I'm saying it's a shame because it is a really good game. Well, if if they would stop being so damn greedy and just make the game well and let it sell itself instead of having to milk the cow that's already being milked, you well, got like – Multiple hoses on the damn cow. We got to get this milk for this person. This milk for the keep milking it. Like that cow is the cow. When the milk is done, the milk is done. Like what? Why is it has to be so greedy? Right? Is are the are the millions upon millions of dollars made for selling a video game not enough? If you know you can make a hundred million, the fifty million is not enough. I, I think. To, well, to give yourself to to give yourself not and, and and it compounded right. The movies came out. They sucked. You ruin the right, fan base. Right. Then the game comes out and it sucks, and you ruin that fan base. So if you're going to piss all over someone's IP that's been around for generations, and then all of a sudden come out and go, oops, are bad. Right. Like, no, you're a greedy cocksucker. That's that's the answer. <clears throat> well, the problem the problem is there's, there's two different things, right? There's the developer, and then there's the publisher. The publisher's EA, and those are the money-grubbing scoundrels. And Dice is the creator of the game. They have to. So when when microtransactions come into the game and you're being you're being funded by EA, right? Because EA has the licensing for that, right? Yeah, greedy cocksuckers is the correct team, right? So, uh, Exclu exclusive license. Excuse me. Right. 
EA it's has the exclusive license. license, and then they say, okay, well, DICE is underneath us. We're going to give you the Star Wars franchise to make for us because you guys do the Battlefield series. We like to make the Battlefront with you guys. So they give them the license. So so now DICE says, okay, great, we'll make the game for you. And then EA goes, well, you also have to put microtransactions in the game. And DICE is like, oh, fuck, I don't want to put microtransactions in the game but if we don't do this then we can't get funding and then if we don't make money off this game then we're not going to make money off to make our next yeah, game but 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 don't you think dice knew what a shit job that kind of micro that, that kind of loot have, box thing no, but that's what i'm saying they have to do okay, it though okay but where's the agreement there because i'm pretty sure dice by itself dice is not didn't, didn't say this is the version no, we're going ea with. is owned by dice they bought they bought them out they're they're part of the ea monster right so they're just they're just if like me and me and you sorry if you open up a, a gaming company we're indies right just like phil spencer he purchased four new software companies right to make games for them ea was like dice you guys make great games we're bringing you under okay and dice is like great we can make the games we have the funding that we have we have the advertisement that we need that we can do the stuff and we can do what we want and then they're like and our, and our boss has a little birthmark on the back of his head that yeah. has 666 on it yeah yep yeah. I mean, but that's just it. Think about what Duplass just said, right? Waiting for Respawn and Bioware to all get swallowed up by EA. That EA buys companies up, and then if they don't play ball, they they shut them down. They shut them down. They're like, nope, we don't need you. We're just going to eat you up, and then we're going to put you in the EA. It, EA is uh, what's that? What's the Unitron? Uh, right? Is is Unicron? From from Transformers, right? EA is the big planet that just goes around eating other planets up. That's what that's what EA is, right? So, if you don't play ball, if if Dice was like, no, we're not putting microtransactions in our game, EA goes, all right, cool, uh, you're done. Who's up next? Oh, it's here. We're, I don't have a tissue box in here, but they pull a tissue out and they're like, oh, who's this company? Oh, that's a new company. That we just we just required. Great, give them the license for Star Wars. They'll make the game. That I mean, that's what's happening, right? That's what's happening. Respawn right now is is making the next Star Wars game, right? Which EA has got the license for. Okay, so like these are these are things that's happening, right? And if if Respawn fucks it up, they're like EA is just waiting, going, we're waiting, we're waiting. Oh, fucked it up. Great, we're gonna eat you up. See you later. That's what they do. So we should just. We should just have a Deadpool then. We should have a list of companies that EA owns. There is, there is, and it's, right? We should have a Deadpool, and everyone, everyone puts a little bit of money on what do you think is the last one to be swallowed up, and the last person who's got one guy on their team left wins. We, we could, we could start that Generation <laughs> X Gaming, uh, Deadpool, Deadpool for, for EA for, for developers for, yep. de for gaming developers. So, yeah. going into this whole conversation, this is why we watch the show, guys, because we rant about stuff. We're talking about Star Wars Battlefront, right, and how we're enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the conversation's about. So, going forward now, the game is good. So, you just started playing. Tell me your ups and downs, what you found out in the game from your five days playing. I don't, I don't, I don't want to know as much as I know. That's number one before I even start this conversation. I don't want to know what I know. Okay? So, now, the battle has always been half the people that watched the game originally when it first came out wanted a Star Wars game that had all the cool effects of Battlefield, but not be Battlefield. Right. The other half said, Battlefield is fucking amazing. Just make all the same rules for Battlefield in the Star Wars game. But they don't want skin. They don't want it to they be a skin of the game. Right. Right. But it's it's still the same thing. It's laser guns. It doesn't have ammo. It overheats instead. But give all the same mechanics. Let the game have all the same mechanics as a Battlefield game. Nope. Right. 
we have to make it this crazy version, okay? And the reasons they made it crazy are so ridiculously mundane, okay? Like the argument for why don't we have vehicles? Well, we don't like people stealing other people's vehicles because they grief. So we're going to make it so where you collect a little power up in the first battlefront, and now the second battlefront, you have to buy the vehicle. Right. You have to earn enough points. Maybe you're some kid and you suck, and you can't get enough points to buy the tank, right? So you have to buy the tank with the battle points you you win from the score. Your, your battle points is the score on the side of the game, okay? So now I have to get enough to, to buy the tank. Why? Why? Why can't you just have it where... There's a motor pool, and, and people go in. and get the vehicle, right, and, get it, and they say, well, we don't want people stealing vehicles. Well, I'm pretty fucking sure the code is possible where if you're on the opposing team, you can't, get you can't, jump, you can't right. jump in the tank. You just can't get right? in. That's the easy fix. Right. The whole thing of the spawning vehicle, it disrupts the flow of the game, right? Because even though, even though you have a good team, you don't have the tools to win. Only the same three or four people get the high scores. Only the same three or four people keep getting the heroes. Only the same three or four people. And this this whole thing of everyone gets to play right. and be what they want to be is shrouded in this whole, well, I didn't get enough points this round, so I couldn't be Vader for the 57th time in a right. row. Because this guy over here is Jesus with, right. a, with a control stick. right? So how? Wh what's the big deal of me running over? Now, photorealism, it looks amazing the first one looked amazing right like i just like i did the same thing in this game i did with the first game the board started and i just wandered around like everyone's watching me and i just walk i walk to the edge of the board and i'm looking at the edges and i'm looking at the mountains and i'm trying to glitch right and i'm looking at everything with my character i'm just walking around right the whole time we're gonna the, the, the forest board I was I was walking around for like the, a half an the hour. The indoor board is just amazing. Board, I was yeah. walking around for half an hour, just looking around, like, wow, look at those fucking trees, man. I like look at the trees. Now, for me, okay, <laughs> when you make a battlefield game or battlefront game or a multiplayer shooter with two teams going against each other with vehicles, okay, when you make <laughs> a game like this, okay, I I applaud the fact that it looks amazing. It's supposed to look amazing. You guys set the bar. You guys decided you wanted to keep raising the bar to a level that it was like, in we can't even put the game online, even though we want to, because the game keeps crashing, because it has to render too much shit. So for me, right. an online multiplayer game should look beautiful. It should. But you can tone it back a little bit in order for the game to be fucking playable. <laughs> okay? Right. Make the multiplayer game that we're making fucking playable. Okay? It's a constant battle with EA servers. Either it glitches or it lags. It, they, there's no dedicated servers, and please don't get me started that EA doesn't have enough money for dedicated servers. They could put their own personal fucking building in each time zone with their like, a three-story building with just servers in it right. and run servers all day long. Right. But we, we're constantly under the, the, my game sucks, you're doing better, I can't get on, you can't get in, I can't start a team, we can't get in the game. <laughs> it's, it's why, why? Right. Can't we just, if, you're good, if, you're, if your whole goal is to live out the Star Wars experience, and to be in the movie and to be in those battles, okay? Then work, make it work. Tone back the tone back the beautifulness just a little bit, right? You know, we don't have to sleep with a ten. Let it be like an eight, a seven or an eight. She's cute. We'll still go. We're gonna hang out. Like it does. The game doesn't have to be visually ten and then can't be played, okay? Can't be right. We only 
we only want 20 versus 20 because we felt that the action was enough that it didn't seem overwhelming. I, I will and take, they, they give you these answers, right? right? I mean, we've been playing Battlefield for fucking 15 years with 24 versus 24, then 32 versus right. 32. Like, what are, you, what, are you, 60, 60, like, what are you right. talking about, yeah. Dice? What yeah. are you talking about? You know as well as I do that if there was any other shit on that fucking screen, you guys maxed out the chip of the Xbox to the point where at any moment, if someone pushes <laughs> one more fucking button at the same time, the game would just choke and die. That's the reason the NPCs start, like, you know, those when you're in, like, Naboo or Tatooine? No, there is no NPC. No, 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 no. The NPCs are there in the very beginning, and then as soon as you start, they all run off the screen. Because if they were on the screen during all the battle going on, it would just go, uh, and just lock up. It would just lock up. But you see, but you see that they, they, they went against the fans to begin with, right? They made awesome games in the past. They saw the awesome games in the past. They got rid of the respawn game way back when. When they, they were going to make a Battlefront three, right. okay, and then they made their own version, except that they made their own version and left out fifty percent of the game, right, right? Right. But they but they made it look fantastic, and everyone was like, "This is amazing." Where's the game? All right, where's the rest of the game? <clears throat> okay, it's not hard. It's not hard to make a multiplayer Star Wars shooter that everyone will just play for hours I, and hours on end. It's I, not hard. I rather I rather have the graphics from. From the original Star Wars Battlefront Two, oh, they were grainy though because the the, the video setting. But I, I understand that. What I'm saying is, I, I like rather that. have that than have what we have now and not work. You know, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, but 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 they're always forever changing shit that just doesn't doesn't need to be changed, right? Do you remember when you threw the thermal imploder in the first game? Yeah, right when it went. Yeah, it, and, and your yeah. speaker actually shook. Yeah, and the TV actually vibrated a little bit when the thermal detonator went off. It doesn't do that in this one. No, no. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? That's that was like the, that's one of the, the greatest details. sound effects. Yeah. It's, it's it's one of the greatest sound effects I've heard in a video game ever. You throw that grenade, and the guy hears the beep like three or four times, and you see people right. you're, you're run. Dead. Yeah, you're just dead. You're like run, you're like, people uh, are running. Yeah, right. That little thing goes off. That when that explosion went off, it it went right here, right in the center of my chest when it used to go off. I'm like, this is fucking amazing, right? This is awesome. Now it's like throwing a regular grenade. Sounds like a sounds like an M80 going on. <clears throat> like, why? I what is wrong with being? Wh I want to know what the what. Why does the community so mad about the game? Technically, if it was a skin, when you know it's not a skin, everything's that's rendered differently. That's why like, I don't what's get. What's the difference of a skin? That's what you want. Everyone knows right. what, the, what they wanted. Right. Right. Because if they wanted something completely different, they would have shut the fuck up already. Because that's what this the is. The only thing that's missing from this game for me though is is um is conquest mode, right? And also, um, what's the, what's the one where we did the? God damn it, I forgot it now. Galactic Conquest. That's Galactic Conquest. No, but I just want a conquest mode, like in Battlefield. Take the flags. Just take the flags and go to different points and keep playing and and just keep going. They don't give us that. It, it baffles my mind that someone that's created a game like Battlefield over the last eighteen years, fifteen years, sixteen years, whatever it is. Okay, since it yeah, 16, 16 years, right? Sixteen years. That they make a game, and every year they come out with a game. Every year, right? They come out with a new game, or every three years, or whatever. Now, that's every other year. But with Star Wars, it's every year for the last four years. They they come out with a game, and they're like, we got Conquest, we got this, this is what the, the vehicles go like this, the planes are this. And they're like, you know what? Let's change up something. Let's not let's not take off from a runway anymore. Let's let's just spawn them in the, spawn in, in, in the plane. Just spawn in the plane. And I'm like, okay. I didn't like that in Battlefield 1. I thought it was terrible right 
I thought that's worse than someone get out of my chopper. Get out of my chopper, right? Like, like your own people stealing fucking. If that guy wants to be, it's a video game. It's a video game. Like, if that guy wants to get in the chopper and he and he wants to get up and go and then just and just crash, cool, right? But people get pissed off by that and they're like, "I want it fixed. I want it fixed." And then you just spawn into. So, so what? So what's the difference between you wait now? Now people don't even go in the game. Right. Just wait. Now they just wait. You're losing. You're losing the battle because you're waiting for the chopper to light up. So instead of physically waiting in front of the chopper where it spawns, now you're just waiting in the title screen, waiting for that thing to not contributing at all. Right. Not doing anything. Just sitting there, and then once it turns, you go and click it, and then you're like, "I'm in the plane," right? And then that's what that's what happens. So they basically the only thing they've done, okay, is taken change the waiting line. That, that's it. That's it. But the whole point of war and battle, if a if a person came across the plane and came across and was like, "There's the airfield," and I'm started bombarding it. the airfield, so you couldn't get your planes up in there, what's the problem with that? I don't see a problem with that. They, they, no, I'm sorry. They call that griefing, bro. That's not griefing. But, but meanwhile, meanwhile, at the airfield, there's two AA guns. Yes. There's guns there's at, two AA yes, guns yes, at the airfield. So when yes. you, while you're waiting for the chopper to spawn, you defend yes. the fucking airfield. You defend the airfield. Like, that's what you're supposed to so, do in these games. So I don't understand. It's supposed to be a microcosm yes. of an actual battle. Not the, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Click a button. Click. I'm a tank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Click. I'm a plane. Right. Like, right. Like, I. I just... the, the and the 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 Tebow thing in the first game where everyone said they called it a Tebow, where where you, everyone's running, they're all running towards the the power ups. <laughs> so when they when they finally grab the ship, yeah, 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 he goes down to the Tebow, yeah. and then then you appear in the Tie Fighter. I, like, I have to say, why couldn't I just go in the hangar, right, and take off? Like I did in the original Battlefront, Mike. Do you remember? Yes. You, you have next week. Yes. Next week you have to have footage. I can get footage, footage. Right, I can get footage right, right now. No, 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 it's too late now. You have to get footage of people getting in a snowspeeder in the Hoth base. Yeah. Two people, humans, and take off and leave the hangar and attack the Adats by themselves. What? They can do that? Yes, they can do that. By the way, did you see the first time when they attacked the Adats? And you had to hit that little special spot, and the guy would just the, fly around the Adat. And the neck. You had like, to get on the neck. The neck was a weak point. Like, why Why do they change the shit that's badass for the sake of some dumb gameplay thing that they think is not working? Griefing in a war game. I'm not sure if you know about this, but people used to hide up in the mountains and snipe the airfield while the idiots were waiting for the helicopter. Yes. Right? Yes. So you'd be under sniper attack and bombs falling down, and the guys who are on the ground crying waiting for the helicopter or plane or whatever it is you're waiting for would cry because they were being under attack because they're at their own airfield. Go do something. Right? That, it's not a everyone you should you actually watched it when the game first played. You can watch the line of people waiting. It was like a, there was like an actual queue at the airfield because everybody wanted a plane or a helicopter and they're all just waiting. <laughs> and you can watch the guys the prop- get in the plane. They take off. They go like this. They're shot down in two seconds. The plane crashes, and then ten seconds later, another plane spawns. And they get in the plane again. It's like it's like watching an assembly line of retards. Like what are you? <laughs> what are you guys doing? The, right? the problem. I don't understand why they got rid of this. I really don't. Here, here, here's gameplay of a snow speeder from from back in the day. Let me let me just get this up here. The cool factor was ten, eight years ago. Now but, you make it look awesome. There you go. Guy, guy gets in, into the thing, gets into the actual 
Right. He gets in. He's, he's gonna blow up or something. But yep. now, now it, it takes off if he figures out oh, he's how to do it. For, waiting for a second player. He's oh, waiting for is that what he's player. doing? Okay. Yeah. See yeah. the guy running in. See the guy running in. Here it is. Yeah. It's like wait for he's me. Wait, right. He's waiting for his body because you want two people in the snow Uh-oh. speeder. I would. I would hope something just happened. One person. Because one person has to do the tow cable. There it is. But this, but this is the kind of shit that I'm talking about. This is badass. <laughs> Look, all right, exactly. That's exactly. perfect example. Perfect example. Right. If the guy wants to get in and wait and waste his time and then fly and then crash, that's yeah. cool. That's what he's allowed okay, to so, do. Yeah, but when you when you played this originally, the snow speeders were hard to hit, right? You you the ad at was hard. But when you got one, when it was flying around you, trying to tie up your legs, and you smack one and blow it up, you felt victorious. Right. 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 Then you got good enough to know that, well, if we put the adats together, people learned. If we walk the adats together like they did in the movie, what a surprise. <laughs> when the adats walked together, that you couldn't tie up their legs. Right. Right? So there's strategy in it. Instead of one guy taking the adat and going for a walk, you see the one guy, he'd go take the adat. Yes. And he'd go for a walk, try to hump the mountain. Yeah. Or whatever he was trying right. to do. But like. This look at look at what you can do in this game. The roll that you can do the U-turn when you're under attack. You can do the U-turn move, right? This is what I want. And they, what is this and they guy always have the same excuse. They always have the same excuse. They say, "Well, we don't want to make the same. We don't want to make the same this game is the again." Worst pilot ever, right? We don't we don't want to make the same uh the same boards again. And I'm like, you haven't made the same boards right. in ten years, right? Right. We're supposed to have a Hoth battle. We're supposed to have a Geonosis battle. We're supposed to have Geonosis an Endor is coming, battle. But it'll probably be We're supposed to make up yeah. the battles that actually happened. And on top of that, make it look cool. Like this is, look at this, right? This is all. This is some guy learning, trying to learn this how to tow cable the ad. This guy's a right? terrible pilot. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this yeah. guy is terrible. Right. Yeah, but this is what you saw when you first played the game. Oh yeah, yeah. I just, just I think it's funny. Saw. I I just Plain picked a random. Yeah. Video. Stuff, I picked a random stuff. video, and this is what it is. So the whole point of what I'm trying to say with this, with this, with this though, is that why do they? I love the game. It's beautifully, it's stunning. I'm having a blast playing it and stuff. But at the same time, like, why did you change so much to make it for the casual? Right? It's a theme here for for all these games that get changed because of the casual. They want. The majority of people that play, uh, you know, if it's a four-year-old kid, a six-year-old kid, first of all, I don't know if you're that young playing that video game. But anyway, if you're six years old, you can come in and start playing. And if you're 40 years old, you can still still play and you're all in the same type of thing. But I'm just looking at, like, the coolest part about that battlefield, okay, or battlefront, sorry, is that you saw a stormtrooper come into that hangar and try to stop people from getting into the into the the snow speeders, right? Like yes. that's part of the strategy. Like someone goes around yes. the building and tries to stop the airfield from taking off, right? Right. And this, it's automatically in the new one. It's automatically you're in the air, okay? And they make it easier for you because now they put a, a lead marker in front of the in front of the thing. There's no lead marker in the old one, okay? No. It's just get There's behind no the guy marker. and shoot him, right? They yep. they they simplify the stuff. So much so that it becomes like, uh, like it's just, it, there's no challenge. There's no, they take like the fun out of it. In this game, you died pretty fast in the old Battlefront, okay? In this new one, it's 10 times faster that you die. 10 times faster. Yes. Okay. And that's on just the regular Galactic Assault. But that's why, that's why there's no KD on, if, the, on the screen. Right. If you, if they, you play. They just tell you how many guys you killed. If you play. The other modes, it's it gets frustrating, the smaller maps, because they literally spawn you anywhere, 
and you get killed right when you spawn in the game. And I'm like, th there's so many bad things about this game, but yet it's good. There's so many good things about the game, but yet there's so many things that were good in the game and good in the series. But then DICE gets a hold of it, EA gets a hold of it, and then they change it. And they, they change what the core of that game was. There was nothing wrong with Battlefront 2 in 2005. Okay. No, there's four classes. You had to pick a specific class for right. a specific job. We're getting under attack by ATSTs. Somebody spawn some heavy troopers and fire the rocket launchers. Right. Otherwise, we're getting creamed. We're right. getting creamed. Yeah. Now, your guy's specked out with cards that you can't change. So if, if I don't happen to have the cards on me to defeat a vehicle or something, then I guess everyone's just shooting in the air. <laughs> right. Because right. we can't kill it. Right. We you can't, can't kill everyone it until you get to a certain level. at it. Right. It's it, it's very it's very frustrating. I'm enjoying playing the game, but at the same time, like, oh god, why do they do this? Why do they do this? Why do they do that? Why do they pick that? Why do they do this? Now, what's happening now in this battlefront on certain boards like Tatooine and uh, uh, Starkiller Base? There's these sleds, like snow speeders type things, and they're so OP that it doesn't matter how many people are shooting at it, they just run you over and they can just tap you. They just Dink, and then you're dead. And you're dead. And you're dead. And I'm like, okay, this seems like a problem, right? It seems like a problem. One, because they're just they're they're just spawning into the vehicle first off. So you can never you can never guard where the base is where these things are coming from because they just appear and they just come, right? Right. Just, uh, right. Just if there was a field where they where they spawned in and then there was a couple snipers that got in position and maybe, and maybe blow them up so they have right, to they blow them up they could do stuff but that that's out of the equation there right that's just out of the equation then when you play the 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 um galactic assaults where you you have the uh the adats moving okay they're on a rail same with the mtt's right they're on a rail part of me likes the rail system but at the same time where's the fun there's no fun because the best part about Battlefront 2 in 2005 was you could just take that ad at and just walk, for walk. wherever ever you want. You'd be like, oh, I want to go attack this fucking corner over here. I'm just going to sit in this corner, right? And then everyone's like, where the hell is the ad at? I don't, I don't see the ad at. And he's like, in the corner, uh, and he's just running into a mountain, right? It's fun. Yes, it's frustrating at times, but the fact is if there's not a moron driving the thing, okay, it's such a much better experience playing that game. So so why is it so why is it okay to make a game in 2000 where I'm a guy who can get on a tank and then drive the tank to the boat <laughs> then take the boat to the carrier get on the carrier get on the get on, get on the plane on the carrier take off from the carrier and bomb the ground like they did all that in 2000 Hold on I'll tell you okay. I'll tell you They what. did all that in 2000 so you're telling me now I can't drive ships now I can't fly planes now. I can't take off from an airfield. Like, they had all that in 2000. This is 18 years later. Where is that map, those vehicles, in present-day graphics? Let me drive it around. Let me fly around. Right. It's a battlefield game. Let me, let, me, let me use the items that were there all along. Why all of a sudden now everything's on a leash? Uh, everything's on a I, leash uh, here, or on a train track. This is That's it. This is what, what, why I think it's happening, right? I want to make sure in 2000. Well, first of all, let me bring up a, another another screen because I want I want to make sure, right? 2000, I'll say 17 uh, video game sales, right? I just want to I just want to make sure that this is this is my theory here, okay? So video game sales 
2017 Forbes. This is a rough number, okay? This is a rough number. Okay, so it's 14.6 billion on video game hardware and accessories. Uh, best gaming sales. Where, where, where do we begin? Oh, for fuck's sake! Defined. No. All right, there you go. I mean, I get, I get. They're trying to appeal, appeal to a mass market. I get it. It's well, okay. that's what it is. The game sales back in two thousand five weren't as big as this. The video game population back in two thousand five wasn't as big as it is today. It wasn't as widespread, and it wasn't as generic as it is today. So they made a game just to be cool then, and now they're worried. So they have to make a game specifically now. Whereas before you made a game because it was cool, now it's different. Now the rules yeah, have changed. So basically, back then people played video games because people that played video games back then were 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 video gamers, right? They were they were the hardcore gamers that played the games, and they those were those were the times, right? Now it's such a massive. I mean, this is before Facebook. This is before uh, you know Candy Crush and all these things where people from all ages are now playing, and it's much more generic and a much more widespread population of gamers now right like the average gamer nowadays so what, is 34 so people idiots so we're calling everyone idiots no, we're now? Not calling so the it, game is stupid now well no we're not calling them idiots what we're calling is they're 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 trying to well yeah i guess they're i guess the game, video game industry is calling us a bunch of idiots because they're like well most of the people don't know how to play these type of games what can we do to make the, uh, the massive population play these games and still enjoy them well we can put a we can ruin the entire game we can put More a marker like in front it. of them so we know where we, where we're going right Right, Santos. It's before the dark times, right? It's the dark times now. <clears throat> so the the population of gamers is completely different now. Like when I was in high school and even in early college, when I said, well, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I, I played, uh, you know, I played Battlefield 1942. What did you play? Oh, it's a video game. Oh, God. Yeah, you, when, you showed me that, when you showed me that game, <clears throat> once you showed me that game, I never took it off my hard drive. Yeah. To this day, it's still on the hard drive. Yeah, I played it in college and I was like, I was like, bro. Download this game right now. It's Battlefield 1942. You can get in a Jeep, drive that Jeep, but clear across the map, get in a plane, and that plane can fly above, right. and, and there's there's 64 at people. Point, at that point in time, right. that was the most awesome shit I've ever yeah. seen in my life. And since that point, it's gone downhill, but the graphics have gotten better. Right. Right. The gameplay yeah. back then was fantastic, and the graphics were good. Now the graphics are f- fucking phenomenal. It's like I'm outside playing the game, okay, but yet... The gameplay, lag, lag, the lag, gameplay is lag, less enjoyable. Lag. Is one hundred percent less enjoyable. Not that I'm not enjoying myself, but it just it's it, it's a thing, right? I used to play, and here's another here's another example of Star Wars Battlefront Two back in the day. I would just turn that game on single player and just mow down and get killed a lot from NPCs. Just playing the NPCs, okay. In this game. You really can't do that, right? There's not real people and fake people like in other Battlefield games. In Battlefront, it's just real people, no NPCs, right? And everything's just much simpler. Now, they did adjust from Battlefront 1 to Front 2. Like, they did the Tebow in, in, in 1, and that was a dumb system. I do like the system of the point system in this game better than that game, but I do not like the system. Right. Let me ask you a question. It's it's okay for EA to keep releasing the same shit every year. It's just a football game, a little bit better graphics, a little bit better graphics, but the gameplay mechanics are the same every time. But it's not okay to do that with another game. Right. You can't give me the same experience because it's not a sports game. You want to fuck it up. And right. Keep changing keep some changing variables. It. Right. Keep changing the variables so where everyone gets used to something and now it's new and fresh. No, it's not new and fresh. It's dumb. Okay? It's dumb. It's a war game. There should be a motor pool. 
If it's a laser gun, it overheats. If it's not a laser gun, it runs out of bullets. Right. These are not hard. These are not hard <laughs> things to follow through with in each game. It's I just, just not. I just feel like the game itself, uh, the whole first person shooter is, is losing. I hope Battlefield Five kind of takes a little bit back, but we'll see what happens. It, it seems like it's more back to the old school. Like you have to get the IMO and get All the, right, the, the, the. You want, you want to segue because I got a lot of stuff I want to talk yeah, about. Go ahead. Battlefield, go ahead. Battlefield Five. Okay. So first and foremost. Okay, with this whole realism, girl, black guy, whatever in the game. Okay, so let let's just get down to the let's get down to brass tacks. Okay, I personally don't care if there's a female in the game for the sake of there's a girl that wants to play the game and she wants to be a female soldier. Right. Okay, that's completely fine. You, you want to click female and be a female? Moving on. Okay. There's no reason there couldn't be a black guy or an Asian guy. Or any other type of colored guy on the game that you want to just pick a guy and he puts on a different uniform depending on what class he is, that's fine. If we're going to get real personal about this now, okay? Even though that point is moot. Right. Okay? On the historical side of it, according to how many people disagreed with the video that they watched for the teaser trailer when that game first released, shows you that even though some of the kids who play these games are young, mm -hmm. they don't like you messing with fucking history. Right. We don't want right. to see... We don't want to see... Women with handicap arms shooting through shit with another guy next to her with a samurai sword and you're on the fucking Western front. OK, right. just stop. Right. If you want to make a game like that, then don't say it's World War Two. OK, stop smearing the people who actually died the goddamn war because you're making a game based off their fucking life to begin with. And you want it to be cool and hip for everyone to play. I get it. Then call it like a Wolfenstein. You could put you could put whatever guys you want in it. Right, just they make can dress it, just up any way they want. Make up a war, right? You can do whatever you want, okay? But when you say it's World War II, just because most of these people are fucking dead and you don't think anyone's going to complain about it, the actual people who play the games respect the genre of the game and don't want to see all that shit in their game. It ruins the immersion of the game. Period. It ruins the immersion. That, that goes back to what okay? I was just saying, that now, the, the general the, the public. Developer, the developer decided he was going to reach deep in his his personal bag and pull out the excuse of, well, I don't want to tell my daughter that women can't serve in conflict. And I want to say to him, you are full of shit, okay? You are full of shit. That is not the reason why you put a female in the damn game, okay? That's not mm, the reason. Right. Right. If you were following any kind of historical accuracies at all, yes, women served in the war. Okay, but 95 to 99 percent of everyone who died in the goddamn war was a man. Okay, I'm not saying the women couldn't fight in the war. This war they weren't in. Okay, they did other jobs. Certain Russian out units had women snipers. Right. Yeah, I'm a history major. If you want to, if, if you want to do desert, if you want to do Desert Storm, if you want to do Desert Storm, or, you're, yeah. you're worried about your daughter worrying about women not being able to be in a war. Just tell her the truth. Just tell her the truth. Right. That's history. Right. That's not something you make up and decide you want to throw whatever in it because you want everyone to buy your game. Right. OK. People who if they want a World War Two shooter, they're going to play a World War Two shooter. And that's why they play Arma. And that's why they play these other games where it's realistic. The war is realistic. They want to be in that. They want to see what it was like to be in that kind of time period. And we understand it's a game. And the and the excuse to use that it's a video game. We can do whatever we want doesn't work when you decide to pick a genre of game. Right. Right. If you decide, if you say it's World War II, then it's got to be World War II. Right. If just, you want to pick up your own game and call it something else, fine. Do what you want. Ba Battlefield 1 took the liberty of taking guns that weren't really in the war. They were like, uh, 
you know, uh, testing or and stuff, and they put them in the game because World War One didn't have that many guns, right? So they put guns in the game to make it more interesting, which is fine, right? But now you're taking and you're and you're just changing. You're just changing. If you don't want to be a, if you want to be a historical game, then be historical about it. Not that it's a, not that that it's like a super like squad based game, like a real real super realistic game. But like you said, it's World War Two. If it's World War Two, then at least stay within the realm of World War Two. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't if you want to do if you want to do Desert Storm and more modern things where there was women in it, blacks go right ahead, Hispanics, Chinese people, sure, do it right because that's what it was. But back then, like you said, it wasn't that way, and now they're just taking it above and beyond, and that goes back to saying that games back in the day were less generalized public, and now everyone wants to feel like they're a part of it and stuff. It's all it's right. It's all this SJW nonsense, right? Right. And it hurts personal feelings. We're talking about shit that happened 65 years ago. Okay? That's how it was. Longer, longer no one's that. saying that it was correct or incorrect. But I don't want to be in a game. The, the guys don't even wear this. I was looking at the British uniforms. And I'm like, that, that's not even their uniform. Like, yeah. a commando would wear the beret. Yes, he'd have some black face paint on or whatever else to, to be camouflaged. But it looks like they're, they're wearing, like, some kind of super hiking gear. That's because of microtransactions. That mixed, that mixed up with PUBG shit. Like, if you're running around on a battlefield, I need to be able to identify friend or foe in, like, a half a second. In a half a second, I have to figure out if that guy is good or bad. Right. I, I got to look at this guy like, over and over again. What the fuck is he wearing? Yeah, he's got a he's got a, a cowboy hat and a fucking blue face paint. He's got a bandolier that's got little fuzzies on it. Like, what are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking? All right, about? You hear that, guys? If you're in Sarge's squad, you cannot wear any of that stuff. You just have to be straight up, straight laced, proper uniform for World War II with Sarge. You know, but but just but just make it realistic. That's why you that's why you chose it. No, I got you. You yeah. chose it because it's a time period. Okay. What are we talking about, people? Right. All right. It was a long time ago. We're sorry that women weren't in the war. Do you want us to send you an apology card that women weren't in World War Two? Do you want an apology? I, I like how that's, like, that's just the way it was. I just like how it is, though. It's like <laughs> they're upset that they weren't in the war that they would have died in. Right. Like I, I don't get it. I don't like, fucking get it. Like like millions the of whole, people died in the war. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, and if you had, and by the way, if you're missing an arm. You, they don't. They don't approve you to sniper school. I'm. I'm sorry. That doesn't work. Right. Okay. Right. And once again, I know. I'm, I know. I'm being too realistic here. But right. just even it's even just a the, fucking video even game. Bizarre, even just the bizarre world of video games. If that guy's watching my back, I don't want him watching my back. He's got one fucking arm. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, unless, right. unless Cause that person's right. hand, unless his hand is the gun and he shoots <laughs> like this, then I don't want. No. The person. No. That, the person with one arm shouldn't even be in battle. How? How? How bad of people are they looking for if they're putting handicapped people in the war, right? Are we losing the war? We got hit one armed women. Right. Get back in there. The front you lost <laughs> You lost your arm. Get back in there. Just wrap it up. Spray yeah, some Windex get, on it. Some people got shot in the ass and get a free ride home. This guy lost an arm. You're like, you got to go back to the front. Right. You're getting like, back I, in the front I lines. Think, I would think an SJW would be upset. Be like, I don't understand why this woman wasn't sent home. She has one arm and she's on the front line. <laughs> exactly. I don't, exactly. I don't think that's correct. That's exactly that's fair. We should right. you should make a video of that on, <laughs> on YouTube. What are we talking about? All right. All right. Now, now the the other issue I had with the game is the the cool factor of the of the re uh, now this is them now this is not us this is them where they say okay now when I throw a med pack 
it's not just going to be an AOE thing. And if you run near it, you're healed automatically. You got to pick it up. Now you realistically have to pick it up. And who knows? Maybe he'll put it in his mouth and tape his arm or whatever he's going to do. But these animations take time to do. So my question is, is when you're in the middle of these animations, all these things that make the game more realistic, by the way, it's only supposed to be a a video game, (laughs) right? right? We're making this, we're making all these realistic animations. So now what happens? Are the hitboxes skewed? Like if somebody, if I see someone trying to bandage themselves up, is it is it against the uh, Geneva Connection, uh, <laughs> G- Geneva Convention to shoot him because he's he's got a Red Cross hat on, he's bandaging somebody else. Now I can't shoot him. Does he get a does he get a uh, a invulnerability? No. And then once he stands up, I can shoot him. No. You know you gotta what, get cover. You gotta build up, heal? get cover, and then heal. That's what you gotta do. It's a it's a lot of it's a lot of animations. All right. And if you don't remember, remember Battlefield Three. When they had all those cool animations yeah. to do all the stuff that they were doing, yep. remember how how glitchy and how non non uh, it, it was it was it wasn't smooth transitions. Like if you went from a running to a reload to a jumping over the wall, like your gun would glitch and then your gun wouldn't be loaded. Like there's just shit that's gonna ha- that's gonna happen because the game's trying to render all this stuff. Meanwhile, don't forget guys, 64 player multiplayer, woo, right? And everyone's running around. Face paint, cowboy hats, fuzzy. The <laughs> uniforms are all different, and now I have to worry about all these animations. Now the guy's on the floor; he screams for medic. I can't believe this is going to happen. So now you're telling me, now you're telling me not just the medics can pick anybody up, but anyone can. Just it's going to take them longer. So can you imagine right. nobody coming to get you like like before? But I want to know just the medic coming to get you. Now you'd scream for medic, and everybody <laughs> can pick you up, and nobody picked you up. Well, I want to know right? what's going to happen is if if I'm down. You're not a medic. You come over to me. Let's say you're healing me for like four seconds. You don't you don't get me up. You just heal me for four seconds. All of a sudden, someone starts shooting at you. You back away again. Can a medic come over me? And am I do I have that much health, or do I have to, you have to hit a certain bar and then I'm up? No, it's it's a full animation. The the animation okay. has to complete, and then you're up. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. So like, if it's a real war type setting, and if I'm trying to bandage you, I see somebody bandaging, I'm shooting him. Right. Right. Because he's not there's no instant. There's no insta up. Right. It takes it's longer now for me to get you up. So I'm going to shoot right. you even more. Whereas before and you could just you just stab them in the ass right, and they, they stand up and go. They want the unrealistic thing of some dude running around the battlefield, poking guys in a thing and getting four or five guys up in a, and running away. It was too unrealistic. OK. Right. Right. You want to be realistic. Right. Once again, pick a side. EA. Right. Right. Pick a side, fuzzy dice and, a, a and, and makeup, or or do you want Pick real animations to? to... If, if you're going for realism, then let's go. Let's follow through with the whole thing. Okay, let's go through the whole thing. All right, we're moving on. Right. We're moving on. All right, so Call of Duty. We're going from one shit show to the next. Okay. Oh, Call of Duty one's good. So Call of Duty Black Ops Four is sixty dollars. Okay, you get the original type of. Call of Duty experience with the maps, the small maps, you know, the all the different modes that they have in kill there. Streaks. Right, the kill streaks and all that zombies. stuff. Right. No, no, no zombies. There's no zombies, Sarge. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. This is the $60 version? This is the $60 version. Oh, right, sorry, the $60 version. You, you just get the the no single player, right? No single player. They took that out. They said, you know what? How do we make this car lighter? This $60 is just not getting it where we need to go. They're like, all right, let's pull out, let's pull out the single player. They're like, all right, all right, let's let's throw in a BR, right? Let's throw in a BR. Most people are doing free BRs. We're gonna charge you. We're gonna charge you sixty dollars for this BR. We're gonna we're gonna put it in this game, okay? 
So let's put it in. Is that correct, chat? They're, the BR is in the main game, right? Or is that a free standalone version after the fact? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they put it in and BR is in there, okay? So once they once they put the BR, they took the single player out, right? They, they added the BR. They got the regular maps that you're going. And then they said, we're going to get you... We're going to get you some zombies. Let's let's hype this up. There's going to be a campaign of zombies. There's going to be multiple stories going on here. Oh, by the way, that's part of the season pass, Sarge. That's part of the season pass. The season pass is $40, $40 for this. So it's $60 if you just want to play the, you know, the Call of Duty experience with minus the single player and then the BR on top of that, even though there's plenty of free BR games out there, but you can play Call of Duty because we're Activision. And we're cocky, so we're going to charge you for the same thing you've been playing for for free, okay? And and, and if you're not paying for free, you're going to pay double the price because PUBG is only thirty dollars. We're gonna we're gonna sell it to you for sixty, all right? The BR mode for sixty, right? But if you pre-order now, sorry, it's like a it's fucking like a television TV ad here. And if you don't act what, now, what, what, what we're going to throw, now, it, we're gonna throw in now, some bro, BR characters inside inside the thing. So it's a game. It's a hundred dollar game. We called it to get the exact the, amount, the hundred dollar game for all the content that's in there. Season pass with the zombies, okay, plus the the Call of Duty experience, plus plus the BR, okay. So, what do you make of this clusterfuck? I mean, it's only we're only halfway through. Any company can step up and beat them to be the dumbasses <laughs> of 2018. But I think Activision is really holding out right now. Not only are they still oblivious of not charging for season passes and segregating their their population of gamers but now they're doubling down on their best franchise ever of call of duty and not only are they are they sticking it to you but they're bending you over and sticking it to you this time hundred dollars for a call of duty game same stuff that's going on for the last decade they took stuff out so so this is this is one when when you start to take a look at yourself as a gamer and you realize that, the like, once again, I, and I said this before, as you get older, a lot of people drop off playing video games. You have a life, you got a wife, you got a, you got a job. You don't play video games. It's not part of your hobby round anymore, right? But there's still enough of us around. And I'm not saying just me because I'm old in gamer terms. But, like, I, I would call older gamers now, like, in their, in their, in their early 30s, right? Yeah, mid-30s. Guys, guys, yeah. Guys who are in their late 20s, early 30s, okay, are smart enough to know. They've been around long enough to know to see what's good, what's not, what's a ripoff, what's not. And they're teaching the younger kids. Now, I'm not saying outright, but by the fact of what they talk about on YouTube, what they talk about on Twitch, what they talk about on Mixer. And it's important. This is one of those these are one of those microcosms where it's important for the ones that have seen this shit already to tell the younger kids, this is what it's supposed to be. Don't buy this. Don't pre-order. We're trying to help you, right? We've already we've already been down this road already, and we understand that you that you, that your your imagination runs wild. They make some kind of crazy game, and everyone's just jumping up and down. Yeah, you gotta buy it. It's the fucking greatest game ever. It's awesome. Like we understand the hype train, right? But like, just take ten seconds, put mommy's credit card down, and just realize. This is the shit that we gave you last year. Now they're not giving it to you. Explain to them how they're getting ripped off. Right. It's good to spread the word so the game companies and developers know that they can't get away with this shit. They keep trying to repackage the same stuff a different way, 
and put on a different price tag when we already know what the price is. Right. Oh, right? on top of that, we, we microtransactions. There's also microtransactions in also Call of Duty. Well, cosmetics is the wave of the future, bro, because eventually a court over here is going to say that loot boxes is gambling. And so it won't be Belgium. It won't be like one of these other countries. It's going to be something over here. And then that that will mean that they're going to have to find some way of making money before those laws are passed. Because right. if you base your game around this whole microtransaction thing, talking to you, Anthem, if you base it around this entire thing off of loot boxes and microtransactions, when the law comes a knocking and says, well, this is gambling, guys. I'm sorry. You're going to have to change it. They got nothing to do. Their game's going to die. Right. Okay, so they have to find a new way to get money from everybody. So if you want to be cosmetic, that's great. Put some cosmetics in there. There's still enough sheeple on the planet that will give you money for something that's not tangible. We can't tell them all. We can't educate them all. But at least we can tell them that this product is not $100. If this product is $60 plus two DLCs, which is 10 bucks a piece, $80 at most. If 80 if, at most. If I was Call of Duty... This is what I would have done, right? This is what I would have done. I would have made the Call of Duty campaign the same as it always is, right? I would have kept Call of Duty exactly how it is. I would have thrown in the zombies for the $60, and on top of that, I would have made a separate game of BR for Call of Duty that was absolutely free, absolutely free, and then do exactly what Fortnite's doing with a battle pass. Like, just take exactly what Fortnite's doing. Take a battle pass, charge, and then put all the characters that you've ever had in any of your Call of Duty games. Any single one. Okay? Could have been a bad guy. Could have been a fucking guy you just shot in the face one time. He was in the thing. And sell those skins. Okay? Inside the world of that free-to-play Battle Royale game. That's okay, what they should have done. But you, but, you see, but you see what I'm saying. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't stop everybody and explain to them that this is right and this is wrong in a video game terms because everyone is going to like what they like, okay? But as a well-educated consumer, because I've been around for a while, if all you're selling me in Call of Duty is skins, okay, I'm in a first-person shooter. The only thing I'm going to see is my gun. So if the gun's got a skin on it, it makes me feel better about it, and I'm going to give you $3, $5, $10 for different skins for the gun, I can't stop those idiots from buying it. Right. If they want to buy a skin that's going to go on a gun— it makes them feel better, then then go ahead. It's when it gets down to the point where it's pay to win, or you know, it's if it's a um, a, a, a suit, right? My guy's wearing a suit that I, I can't see because I'm playing first person. But when I play multiplayer and I die, I'll see my guy's skin because I died, not because I can actually see it on me when I'm playing the game, right? If it's a third person game and you sell skins, it works. If it's a first-person game and you sell skins, you're just a prick, right? right? And, you're, and you're preying on people who don't get it or don't understand money or don't understand what it is that they're purchasing, and you're just trying to steal a little bit more money away from them each time. It's like trying to steal from old people, right? The kid's broke. He only has $65, and we sold the game for $60. Well, we're going to get that $5 out. We're going to get that $5 out of him. We're going to just keep poking at him until he gets up that $5. Like, leave him alone. Right. He bought the game. We understand you want to make money. I get it. OK, but there's better ways to go about it. Dividing up communities with map packs is dumb. Dividing up communities 
when you say that you have to buy the DLC in order for us to play on that board is just dumb, right? You split the player base and you keep splitting it and you keep subdividing it. Right. And then the game dies. And I'll be honest with you. I don't think they care. No, they don't. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they care. A- because as long as they push the product, right? Even the people who are hardcore want to buy everything because they love it. But every time they buy a new DLC, there's less people to play with. So over time, instead of the game lasting 18 months and you have a hardcore player base, every six months or five months, you get a cut in half. And now you have less people playing and they're not in your time zone and they're playing a different game. And so now I don't care about the game anymore. But I gave up that money ahead of time, didn't I? Because I bought the season pass. I gave them $100 up front for a game that's going to have all this DLC. But by the time we get down to the end, half the player base is missing. So so do I get get my $100 worth? No. Did I, did I actually think about? No, right. I don't. Well, Activision is very weird, right? Because they're they're charging for de- for Bungie for for the season pass for that. They're charging for Call of Duty's season pass for that. Um, they they Activision's so big and they have so many things. They're just like, you know what? We're gonna do this and we're gonna we're gonna sell. They, they sell twenty million copies of Call of Duty all the time, right? Like it's, it's one of the largest top selling uh, series in history, the Call of Duty series. Because they know who their market is, like right? the kids that are in their market. It's the kids. It's yes. the kids, right? So it's not you. It's it's not you. Here's it's not Tweak. It's not DDB. It's right. It's the, they might like the game for five minutes if it, if it was done differently, but it's not for them anymore. Right. So this is the start. This is the start. This is the official one hundred dollar game, basically, right? Sixty dollars. You only get just the multiplayer. No campaign. You get no campaign. Just just multiplayer, and then you have to get the DLC for the for the zombies and stuff. That's the season pass, right? So it's a hundred dollar game to get all the content that's that's ready to go. So that's that's the uh, the shit fest that's going on there with with uh, Activision and Call of Duty. Yeah, but what's but what's the? I, I want to know what the breakdown is. Is is zombies behind DLC, yes. which is also behind season pass? Like what's the? Yes. No, what's the zombies. The, chart? the zombies are all behind the season pass. You have to get the season pass to do the zombies. Okay. And, and and what's the and the DLCs in the season pass as well? Like I have to get the whole thing. The season pass is also going to give you. I can't get a piecemeal. No, they're they're also going to give you like more maps to to explore, and they're, they're going to add things. I would assume to the BR. I would assume, right? Because they're not chart. My nose is very itchy. Someone's talking shit about me somewhere. Um, what's it called? So they're they're definitely charging to add content for the BR for the multiplayer maps for all that stuff, right? Because in the season pass, if you get it. They also give you characters to unlock for the BR mode. Okay, so, um, yeah, so that's the breakdown. All right, the next topic I want to talk about. This is a shorter version of it. The single player discussion that people are talking about right now. Uh, IGN did an article. Uh, part of, I don't remember the person that did it. She's uh, she's a writer for IGN. I forget her name. Uh, but she wrote an article about how single player games and Twitch and YouTube like Let's Plays are making sales or losing sales for single player games. Now, I see what she's what she's saying, but in the article she doesn't really go into depth of how about the people that it did make a sale for that wouldn't have purchased the game, right? Like I didn't have any interest in the game. I saw someone playing the single player game. Thank you, Tally. Um um I didn't have any interest in the game. Okay? So I look at that and go, you know what? I'm interested in that game now, so I'm going to take that game and I'm going to buy it. So I see it's a 50-50 as in hindsight when you look at it, but I do kind of get what she's saying because there are games. Now, mind you, I don't own a PlayStation. I don't own a PlayStation, okay? 
if I did own a PlayStation, I probably would still watch someone play a full campaign of a single-player game because I might not buy that particular game, but I'm interested in that game, but not interested enough to put 30 to 50 hours into that game, right? Like, just playing-wise. I can watch a Let's Play and kind of watch the story progress and, and the cutscenes, and I'm watching it sort of like I watch television nowadays. You know, you watch TV. There's a there's a big story going on, but I'm uh, you know, I'm surfing the web. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not really paying attention to it. So the television has now transferred to Twitch and YouTube. Let's play, right? We sit there, we watch these things. We watch people play gameplay. We watch people do stuff, but we're not really <clears throat> sitting there watching, right? So I I can see like I watched Witcher, I watched Co play Witcher. Anytime I, I, I talk about this, I've watched Co Carnage play 100% because he plays a game like I would play it. Okay. I just didn't have the time or money at the time to buy Witcher 3 at the time. Right. So I watched him 100% Witcher 3. I've watched him play Prey. I've watched him play endless amount of single player games that I would never play, that I would never play, like Dark Souls and any, all this other stuff. But I'm interested. Okay. But does, that, but, does that, but does that mean that they're losing money off of you? No. I mean, in a, in a, in a long run, maybe one of those games I would have purchased. But I didn't, right, at the time. I didn't buy it right away. I bought Witcher when it went on sale. So I didn't pay $60. I paid $20 for it, right? So I, I, I see I see a – I do see that there are losing sales because there are times I would have purchased the game I didn't because I watched someone play it. And there's no reason to play it now because I watched someone already beat it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that's very small though. I think that's very small because every time there's uh, someone that's not buying it, I think there's that same percentage – that is buying it. Uh, see, I think I think being able to watch a game and how it's played, okay, is the reason why you buy it. Like beforehand, we didn't even get to watch it. We used to rent them, right? We would rent a game, right? And then if we liked it, we'd go out and buy it, right? That's what we did. But we can't. We don't really. You can rent games now, but you can GameFly it. But why do I want to GameFly if I could just turn the t turn on Twitch or Mixer and watch the game being played? Right, right. right? I, but it, I I still think it benefits them more than it hurts them. There's always going to be a black and white to every side, okay? But I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty much on the side where I'm I believe that game game companies are making better profits with their games being advertised for free as opposed to them trying to get the word out and overhype a game and then the game be shit and then they get a bad they get a bad uh, a bad publicity. I think okay, so the way I think, I do believe that this affects a certain area in the gaming market right if it's an independent title and the and the streamers playing an independent game that you pick off of pc or stream or, uh i see this more happening on pc than i do on consoles right because consoles you really can't get a game for like 10 bucks 15 bucks right it's like 60 on steam right on steam you can so when i when a when a streamer plays or a youtube content creator plays a game that they got from steam it's on pc I can see someone going an independent game going, well, this is an indie game. It looks a lot of fun. I'll pick that up. It's $10, $15, $20, $30, whatever. I'll pick it up. It seems fun. They do that. For $60 titles, though, I, I don't see many people going, oh, this looks good. I think I'm going to buy it. No, I think they'll either wait for it to go on sale, right, or they wouldn't buy it at all, right? Because if they, if, they, if they wanted it, they would buy it right away, right? And if they were on the fence about it, they would sit back and wait for it to go on sale. But if you're a PC gamer, I think the impulse buy is there because you can just pick it up right away, and it's at a, a reasonable price. It's not at a full $60 value. Um, so I don't know. 
I'm on the fence with this one. I, I understand because I am a person that does watch people play video games that I wouldn't that I wouldn't purchase, right? But I'm interested in the story or the plot or whatever that's going on. Uh, but at the same time, if I'm interested in the game, I'll, I'll watch someone play it and go, you know what? I like that. I've seen enough, like Tweak said, and then I'll 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 buy it. You know. So that's just one of the things. I don't know what you guys think in chat. If you if if you're you're for or against, if you think they're losing sales. On top of that, we're now moving on to GameStop and game devs, right? Like game devs, and this is changing the world, the the way the market is. Okay. Yes, GameStop is just one spot, and they've been around for almost twenty years now. Okay. GameStop before that was EB Games, and before that it was Electronic. Uh, well, it was Electronic Boutique. What was it before that, Sarge? Before Electronics Boutique. It was Electronics Boutique. But then what? There was another Babbage's. Babbage's. That's the one I was thinking of. Babbage's sold PC games though. <laughs> yeah, they didn't sell. They didn't sell console games because back then, there back was, then there it was, was an Nintendo. Eight, eight bit, yeah, it was eight bit games. They sold PC games. So, so what, I, what I'm trying to say here is, okay, game developers and indie developers are. There's been multiple articles saying that they're not. Single player games are not as popular anymore, and this is my reasoning why I think they're not right. Not because people don't want to play single player games right i think the reason is game developers and i'm talking like triple a title type games right they're more going towards multiplayer co-op something that's an online service um when gamestop sells a brand new game day one gta destiny whatever on day one they get a small percentage whatever that percentage is they get a small percentage of that new game sale Okay, what the, what GameStop is hoping for is that they're single player games, okay, that people rip through super fast and then sell back to GameStop. So when the next person's coming in four days later, or a week later, right, and it's like, hey, I just got paid. What what's the new game? Oh, I, I see Skyrim is on here. I'm gonna use Skyrim as a joke. I see Skyrim's on here as a new is is a new game, right? And they're like, yeah, you can pick it up for sixty or. If you're a GameStop member, a PowerPoints member, you can get it for $45, okay? And they make 100% of the profit off that. The game developer does not make any. They don't make a percentage. They make nothing. They make absolutely nothing off that resale of a used game. Now, you times this with the thousands of stores that they have, okay? That game publisher, if it's a popular game and mom and dad don't want to spend $60 buying it for their kid, they're going to go to GameStop. They're going to buy a used game. Right, and if it's a single-player game, it's starting to affect the market, right? So the, the game developers are like, well, one, we have to make our own service where they can purchase it directly from us, right? So Xbox is making digital copies, and they're they're saying right on their platform. PlayStation does it, Steam, you know, they they whatever. But on top of that, if it's not a multiplayer game, and this is why most devs and stuff are not making single-player because it's Buku bucks to throw into a single-player story-driven game, right? Buku bucks, right? Multi-millions, hundreds of millions of dollars going to certain games. Grand Theft Auto was like $250 million at the time. Uh, Destiny's like $500 million or whatever. Uh, but the, the game developers are looking for this online service. Why? Because if you buy the game on day one, okay? Sea of Thieves, Destiny, Division, uh, Elder Scrolls. They make that initial sale. And yes, there's going to be people that go, fuck this game, I don't like it, and they sell it back. And then someone will buy that used copy, and then they'll get the online service after that. 
But the the game companies are, are are being smart to this, and they're like, you know what? Let's make an online service so they always have to the play, and there's no reason to sell your game back, right? And then someone's not really going to buy a multiplayer game at GameStop anyway because they're going to be like, well, I'm not really interested in that, or there's an online service. I'm just going to keep the game anyway because I can always play with my friends down the road. So they keep it, and they don't really resell those, right? Because when you go to a GameStop right now, you see a lot of games, and they're mostly single-player or games that were just shit. Right, that are on there, but the guns that are single player, like God of War, you walk into a GameStop, there's a lot of God of Wars sitting on that shelf right there that they're, they're, they're trying to buy. Best yeah, because, game. because because you have when you have limited funds and you're a kid, <clears throat> okay, yeah. you you get a game and you sell the game right back, you get some money towards the next game. Correct. That's how it works. There's no reason for them to keep on a title that they have. They don't give a shit. They 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 played it. They played it. They played it as much as they wanted to. They got what they want out of it. They solved it, and then they sell it back to the GameStop. Correct. That's how. That's what they do. But, Otherwise, there wouldn't be all these. Games. I know, but they're but the companies, even though they're millionaires and they're making gajillions of dollars, the devs are still looking at this, going, "Hey, our sales are not. We thought we would sell this many. We haven't sold this many because, you know." Two out of every ten people, twenty percent of every of, of ten people, you know, buy a used copy of that game. So instead of making an additional hundred twenty dollars off that game, they're losing out. Times that by a thousand stores, it's a million dollars. It's one point two million dollars that's that's going out the out the door. You know what I mean? I still I still think that it's actually way more than I, that. I I still think that it doesn't hurt them as much as that did because this has been going on for a while now. GameStop's been around a while. If it if it really put a that big of a dent in the market, I thought we would we would hear more from it. Now, I think that might be the stories that they're starting to tell and they the narrative that they want you to hear, because that way when they go digital, okay, and they charge you the same amount of money as they're charging you less, you don't feel bad. Right? Because if it's a digital copy and I'm still paying $60 then they're getting 100% of the profit instead of GameStop getting 100% of the profit. Then the pendulum just swings the other way. Correct. They, they're right? trying to get rid of the middleman. Because right. then the GameStop doesn't, GameStop's not going to exist. Right. right. Now, there there happened to be a couple stories I heard. Now, I'm not sure if they were fact or fiction. Okay. I, I got to check the, I got to check the sources. But they did say that uh, still 70% 70, 70 of people like hard copy, only about 25 to 30% like digital as their main as their main go-to. Now, if that's correct, then we got, a couple, we got GameStop will be around for a couple more years. Yeah, but GameStop. But if, if, but if, but if publishers decide that if they if they're using the if they're using the GameStop argument and they want to do digital only on their own platforms, then GameStop's gone in a year. Well, you got to remember, people can still buy games at Target and Walmart and and Amazon. Amazon is Amazon is the largest game seller now. Okay, they sell the most hard copy games of anything. Okay, you can buy physical copies. Yeah, but because I could be anywhere, I, I could be anywhere. Go like this. Oh, that new game's out. See you tomorrow. Right. At see you tomorrow at noon. Right. So, but they're the, they're the largest seller of games. Right. That's what it is. So going into that, right, I want to talk about because they're making because they're making games more online service based. Okay developers are also not making complete games right we look at it we look at these games I'm, I'm playing two of them right i've been playing destiny for for four years okay i've been playing sea of thieves i'm not cracking on sea of thieves it's their business model right everything that they come out with is free okay but they sell a game off the uh, at the beginning okay and they keep you coming back 
with a with a with a non-complete game. They keep you coming back because they're slow dripping the content to you, slow dripping the content because one, this stops people from playing 80 hours and going, well, there's nothing left to do, right? Nothing left to do. Uh, is CFD's only multiplayer? Yes. Y- yes, it is. It's it's anytime you see someone else on the board, it's somebody else. You can play by yourself, but you can also get killed by other people at any time, right? So you can play by yourself, but you're online with everybody. So game game publishers and game developers okay, are making games like Anthem, like, uh, what's the other game? Oh, well, Battlefield Five, right? And, and State of Decay and Sea of Thieves and Call of Duty, Division, Destiny. All these games are coming out. Fallout 76 are all coming out, and they're games, but we don't know if they're complete games. They're just online service games, right? So they're online service games where they constantly are updating. They're constantly bringing content out. They're constantly doing stuff, which stops people from buying it at GameStop, right? Because you can buy the game, but then you have to keep paying for some of these games' DLC to come so it's a complete game. And other games, you have to wait. See if these is free, right? Division is free once you once you buy the game. But the industry is going in a, in a, in a strange place, right? Because everyone's making these online service games, right? Online service games are charging you $60, and they're putting microtransactions. Games, games as a service. Right, games as a service. The, that's the proper name. Uh, so where where do you think this is this is leading? Do you think that we're going to get games that are free? Okay, all games, think about this model, right? All games free, okay, but they're full of incomplete... That's, that's, a, that's a headache. Incomplete content that you pay for DLC or microtransactions as you play. There, there's okay. Instead of there, instead of there being genres of games like a sports game or a first-person shooter or an adventure game, the genres are going to change. It's going to be the multiplayer shooter, the MMO, the shared world, the the, the free game, free-to-play game, and that's that's what it's going to be. And so there's going to be demographics for each of those types of games, right? We know we know eventually, digital is it. We know eventually it's going to happen. Right. That's just that's just how things are. Because if it if they're going to use the excuse between the GameStop and the cost of making games and whatever else they want to make up, listen, if, if a game company sees the trend where most people are buying games online, they'll still sell games in the stores. They just won't ship as many, right? Instead of shipping like a, a, a like you know, a twenty million copies or ten million copies and spreading them around, maybe they only ship out five million copies. Each store only gets like five games, right? And the rest are digital. And so. When you go to a store and you try to buy a game, it's not there. And the next time you go back, it's not there. They didn't get another shipment in. And I fuck it, I'll get it on. I'll just get it digital, right? That's 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 the forcing the forcing the play, right? You're not really upset that I can't get a hard copy. You really want one? Then I'll just go on Amazon and order one, right? But by that token, they limit they limit their costs of shipping to shipping to different stores. They they ship a limited run to the retail stores, and over time. More and more people think, well, if, if, if after the fifth game I went to go buy at Target or Walmart or wherever I go to buy my game, GameStop included, if the fifth time a game came out and I went over there and the game wasn't there, I'd probably start leaning more towards getting it online like Amazon or just get a digital. And over time, that'll be the new norm. That's just how it's going to happen. I don't know. What... Now, I do, most of the games I do are digital, right? 
I, it started when my kid was just born and midnight releases would come out and I couldn't get out of the house to go get the midnight release. So I, I started buying digital copies and, and, and having it preloaded and, and playing at midnight when the game came out. And now, almost four years later, I, I, I don't even go into a GameStop anymore. The only reason I go into a GameStop now is to see what kind of uh, Funko Pop figures they have. I mean, that's basically it, right? Or I see uh, if any game that I, that I wasn't paying attention to, maybe I'll, I'll pick up for, for cheap, okay? But now I just do it digitally anyway. I'm like, oh, there's a game in the Xbox store. Let me see what let's see what that one is. So it, it, it's interesting because I, I like physical copies. But it's funny, since I've had an Xbox One, I have like seven games, that's it, or hard copies, and that's it. Everything else is digital. I have 172 games between my hard drive and all my on my on my system and on a hard drive, and yet I only own seven of actual physical copies. Well, all you're doing is proving my point. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Because once once I went digital, I was like, wow, I can have all my games on this thing that's the size of my fist. Okay, great, like fantastic. So because there's no the reason I look into it because most of these games are online. It's an online service. Okay. When I'm done playing the game, I'm done. And if I'm not done and they're done supporting the game, I'm done. It, it, it doesn't matter if I have a disc or not. I can't put that disc in the, in the machine anymore and play it because it needs to be right. online. So, so, for instance, let's just say people like the original Destiny, right? I can pretty much guarantee when Destiny 3 comes out, you won't be able to play Destiny 1 anymore. Right. Like, like their servers won't be up for you to play Destiny. So, basically, the game that you own just doesn't exist It's a anymore. coaster. Right. It's a coaster. Right. If you right. own a disc and it has an online service attached to it, that game sometime in the next three to five years will be a coaster. But that's just what it is, right? So, and and the longer you hold on to it, the less it is going to sell at GameStop. They'll give you 40 cents for it, right? I remember one time I brought a game back and they gave me 25 cents. I looked at the guy in the face. I said, 25 cents, right? I mean, that's just it. So if you're if you're not... I would I would have opened it up and broke it in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> right, because he's going to make twenty twenty dollars off right, that. Right, right. I, that's what I would do. I would yeah. open it up and break it in half, and then give it to him. Go, yeah. How about how much now? Zero. Okay, great. And I would give him a quarter. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> like, it's just it's just weird to me that I am in the state because I remember on this conversation year one of this podcast, I was like, no, I still like digital. Co- I, I still like physical copies. Physical copies. Here we are, starting of year four. And I'm like, I'm all digital. I'm all digital. There's no point because I've accepted the fact that it doesn't matter if I buy the disc or not. Even if I want to buy, let's say, Fallout 5 comes out, okay? It's going to have an online presence because of updates or whatever else. And when they stop supporting it, it's done. I can't play fucking Disney Infinity anymore. I'm pissed about that, okay? I can't play it because I bought it going, oh, this would be a great game for when my son becomes like four or five years old. Right, I'll let him play these games. It'll be cool to get the figures and put it on the thing and he'll play. No, about eight months, nine months after I bought it, they're like, nope, not supporting it anymore, and it's gone. It's bullshit. And you buy all these figs. Yeah. And, and well, the figs. All are you figs. are, is, all, all, right. all, Yeah, but all you are is a merchandise cow. That's it. Yep. <clears throat> yep. So, it's a it's a little weird. Uh, it's a little weird that the state of games that are in and all of them are going to online, online service. All right. Yeah, but I, I can't I can't do online. How many how many games in rotation can you possibly have? You only can have physically one. 
You can have one. Yeah, but no, but what I'm saying is if everything, if most of these games that are coming out, if if your theory is correct and they're leaning more towards games as a service models than single player servers, uh, single player games, just to say, like how many games can you have in rotation? Like how many game how many games as service can you have going on at look, one time where you're not pulling your fucking hair out? Like I can't play all these fucking games. Look at look at games as streamers. How many streamers can you watch? Right? You can only watch one streamer. Even if you have four on the screen, you can only literally physically watch one streamer, right? And then every day you're watching that streamer, right? Video game is the same way. If you have an online game, if you're playing Elder Scrolls and you like Elder Scrolls, you're going to be playing Elder Scrolls nonstop because it's keeping you engaged into that game. Once you lose engagement with that game and someone else pries themselves in, right? So if you're watching one stream and then all of a sudden... What, this streamer plays with another streamer, and now you're interested in this streamer. He's broken into that, into that time frame that you're watching, right? You're stealing that guy from the other person. I don't care what all these streamers say that oh, we're not in competition. You're in competition with every single person that has a camera in front of them and is playing a video game. Gamers or video game developers are in in competition directly in every competition as everything other games. It doesn't matter if it's Cuphead or if it's Elder Scrolls, okay? If you're sitting in the game and you're focused for eight hours or ten hours, you play one game. After that game, you go to a different game. You're playing a different game, but it, it's it's short in increments. But these online service games, right? These online service games want to keep you engaged. Look at right Path of Exile, Destiny. Come back on Tuesday for reset. You come back on this day for this. Here's trials on Friday. Here's this on this Saturday. Here's the raid. We have the prestige. Here's the they constantly are throwing stuff. Now, Sea of Thieves is going to be, seven months from now, Sea of Thieves is going to be, well, there's this event to do. There's this thing to do. There's this the new event. There's this weekly event. There's this other thing. You can attack the pirate ship. You can do that. There's going to be so many things to do in a game. You're going to be like, I can't I can't do it all. It's impossible for me to do. I don't have enough time in the day to continue doing what I'm doing. They're all competing for your time. It doesn't matter because the devs are just trying to make a game for you to be interested in. They could give two shits about what you're doing with your life and how much time you have. They're just trying to make it nice and fluffy for you and go, look how pretty it is. And you're like, oh, shit. Look how many people lost their shit for Cyberpunk 2077, Beyond Good and Evil 2, uh, uh, Fallout 76, Elder Scrolls 6, Starfield. Uh, all these games that nobody knows anything about, the hype is real. And they're like, oh, my God, it's so good. If they throw a new character in, Overwatch, Tally's going to be back in there, okay, playing another 50 hours because she's engaged in that game, right? It, it might it might lose her interest for a second, and then all of a sudden, they throw that one character back in, and that's all they need to do, right? Minimal viable product of throwing it back into a game to make that the most the most thing how do i get how do i get my hardcore players back to elder scrolls well let's throw a let's throw a dlc in there great how do we get people to come back for warframe let's give them a free warframe frame uh, on twitch how do i get people to come back to overwatch the overwatch numbers are down well let's just uh say there's uh, five new characters coming out soon that's all they have to do to bring you back in to get your attention back in Destiny's yeah, but the whole reason, but the whole reason to get you back in is because they're, they're constantly that 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 eververse is there, eververse, something is there. Right. So they're hoping at some point you'll buy something. Exactly, exactly. If if you if you bought Overwatch two years ago for fifty bucks or sixty bucks, whatever it was, forty to sixty dollars, and you never made one purchase for two years, and all of a sudden they bring a new character in, and there's a skin that that new character has, and you're like, oh shit, that's a cool skin. Right, and then you pay ten dollars 
That's it. That's all they needed you to do. They just needed you to get one person once a year to pay $10. Think about that. If there's 20 million people playing and 1% of those people pay a $10 thing, that's an additional $10 million that just influxed into the game. Okay? That's that's the way that's the way it goes. Overwatch has been sending surveys out to see if what the fuck do you uh, to bring them back. So, see, I didn't even know that, Tally. I was just using you as an example because I saw you in chat. Are people actually leaving Overwatch? Like, are they leaving Overwatch and they're, and they're not coming back? Is that is that an actual thing that's happening? I'm I'm out of the loop with Overwatch. You are my Overwatch person. But yeah, yeah, but that's because they're all doing Fortnite now. Right. The, the, the player base is the player base, right? The little kids, everyone in the world are doing the now. The, the hip new thing is BR. How long do you think BR is going to go for? <clears throat> I see. I don't even think it's BR. I think they they get they get everyone gets bored and tired of shit quickly. If the harder you play something, the longer you play it, the faster it burns out. But but I don't even think it's BR though. To be honest with you, it is BR. No no no. I don't think. Listen to me. I don't think it's BR. I think it's Fortnite itself. Because Fortnite and what Fortnite does in the BR space, think about Minecraft. What would Minecraft have been? The open sandbox? It was the most popular game on the planet. It's the second most popular game ever, ever behind Tetris. Okay? Like, everyone on the planet knew what Tetris was. Everyone almost knew what Minecraft was in the planet. Okay? Yeah, but but Minecraft's demographic is small enough to be – it has its own market, and it's fine. There was 250 million people – playing minecraft yeah well i'm sure that number is not that big no more no no it's not even close to that what i'm saying is that's that's what i'm comparing fortnite to i'm comparing fortnite to minecraft because everyone's looking at fortnite going it's the br phase it's the br phase no one ever said that to minecraft where they're like it's the sandbox phase no one ever said it was the sandbox open world that was taking the world by storm they were just calling it minecraft right it was just minecraft like, it's a building simulator. It's a resource gathering thing. It's whatever you fucking wanted to make. It was a BR. There was an actual BR mode in Minecraft that someone did as a mod way back when in, like, 2011. Okay? This is before DayZ and, and and all these other games. So, I, like I'm saying, I don't think this phenomenon of 125 million people playing Fortnite, I don't think is because it's BR. I just think because it's colorful, because it's, it's adaptable by so many people, like... I honestly think if we took our our mother and sat her in front of the controller and played Fortnite, within four days, she would be like decent at Fortnite and she would understand what's going on because it's that simple to pick up. It's anybody can play it. There's no point to – you don't have to win. You just play and enjoy yourself. You kill two people. You die five seconds. You get into another game. It's just very easy to get in, involved. There's no really steep learning curve to – Engage. But it doesn't. But it. But the game itself doesn't have longevity. Right. The game itself doesn't have longevity. You can only repeat that loop so many times, but before you're like, I don't care anymore. But what I'm what I'm saying is, I, when I say it's not the BR, Call of Duty's coming out, Battlefield's coming out. There's uh whatever those other BRs. There's Realm, uh, Realm Royale that's out right now. There's there's so many BR games coming out, and everyone wants a piece of that BR pie. But I don't really think there's a BR pie it's to satur- add. It's saturated, man. It's it, just like anything else. It gets oversaturated, yes. and people are going to move on. They're, they're just they're, look. They're just they're. E- it's easier for game developers now to put that kind of mode in a game <clears> in <throat> order for them to capitalize on this fad. If it had been something else, like the Pokemon thing for Nintendo, 
There was no way anyone could catch up with that and like build a game system that was like that and then come out before that fad was up and out before that shit was done. But BR, if if, if you have a map big enough in your game and you have a be able to play multiplayer player base, it's not that hard to implement. So of course everybody right. and their mother is making a BR game because they want a piece of that pie. But what I don't understand is if Fortnite's formula is free to play right, free to and play. I have skins, how do the rest of them jump in when they all keep trying to come in with $60, $30, $25 price points That's what I'm and do a BR? Right. Even if they come in make even, sense. even if they come in at $10. If Call of Duty said we're only making the BR and it's $10. There's still a $10 paywall that people look at and go I rather pay. I rather pay twenty dollars for a skin in Fortnite than pay ten dollars for your BR game, right? Because this is free. It doesn't make any sense to me, right? This is free, but I'll pay twenty dollars for a skin, and this is ten dollars, and there's no skins. Do you know what, do you know what I'm saying? Like that. That's that's the that's the thing. Speaking of Fortnite, okay. There's a video out by Drifter, okay. It's a YouTube creator, content creator. He went out. He makes good content. Uh, he went out to the EA or uh, E3 and interviewed game developers and said, what do you think about Fortnite? What do you think about Fortnite? What are you going to do about Fortnite? And the game developers are not worried about Fortnite's popularity because of what Fortnite is. What they're worried about is that the standard that it's leaving, an impression, and what they're going to do, it might change the actual uh, the gaming formula. Okay? So... Right now, let me look at my notes real quick so I don't fuck this up. Okay, so Fortnite, this is the title of his of his video. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. It's, will Fortnite, uh, Fortnite will never leave beta. Now, if you remember, a couple months ago on this show, I said early access, it will never get out of early access, which is beta. Okay, I said they're not going to support their single player game. I said BR is way too expensive or way, making way too much money for them. It's never going to leave the alpha state is what I said. This video says that they'll never leave beta, which is the same. Okay. On consoles, when they do the updates, okay, if a game is gold and the gold is meaning they, they're out, it's it's on the shelf, you can purchase it, it's, it's final, right? The developers have finished what they've worked on for five years. They printed it on a disc. And the disc went gold. Okay, it's on. It's the gold standard. It's out in the market. On day one, when you put that disc in, it downloads a, a, a day one patch and to fixes whatever that they found out after the fact. Once they printed it on the disc to make it gold. Now these fees that happen to if me and Sarge owned a game company, we had a game and it went gold. Right? It's it's released. You guys purchase it at full price, and then on day one. On July 1st, it comes out. Before that, we have to speak to Microsoft. We have to speak to Sony. We have to speak to PC, whoever's selling on the store, and say, okay, here's our game. We'd like to put it on your store. It's a fee. It's a fee for us to put our game on their store. Okay, It's not free Okay, because it's taking up server space, especially if it's an online multiplayer game. Okay, So... Me and Sarge make the game. Now we have to get it into the market because we have to sell it, right? We have to sell it. So Microsoft is like, all right, you can put it on our, you can put it on Xbox, but this is the fee it costs you to put it on our servers. 
Sony's like, all right, this is what it costs to put it on our servers. PC is the same thing. We're like, okay, great. We have to, we have to dish that money out. Every time we make a patch. Every time. Okay, because you're now taking your game and you're updating it on their servers. And because you're you're paying a flat rate, you're paying a flat rate for being on their servers, but then you're also playing an, a fee to put it, a new update for your game on their servers, okay? Because that takes time for them to bring down the server and, and upload your game. So the problem right now is that the developers are completely baffled on how fast Epic is pushing out these 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 updates, right? And a couple of weeks ago, we talked about it's uncanny. Like they're setting a standard. Like you look at Bungie, it's taking them months to implement something. Where Fortnite's implementing things week by week by week by week, right? They release it on Monday, on Tuesday. Twitter's like, "This is broke." So what on does that, Wednesday, so what does that say? So what does that say about the system? So the system is, they talk about this is what the developers are worried about because like when a game is in alpha and beta state. It's much cheaper because alpha and beta mean that the game is broke in a working, you know, uh, in a, in a working state, but is still not at full at at full uh, release yet. Okay, so the Xbox and the PlayStation and all those people they don't charge them as much. Okay, they don't charge them as much, so they're much more flexible. They're much more flexible with that. So it says on consoles, they have less strict certification standards. This is why they can pump out these things so fast, patch speed slash flexibility. A normal game has to pass a lengthy certification process. Okay, the gold the gold ones that are out there have to go through a very certificate, uh, which takes about a two-week process. So if someone has to update something, like Sea of Thieves, even though it's in-house at Xbox, okay? See, these like, we're submitting something. They've already submitted this two weeks prior, okay? Mm-hmm. A week prior. So when the week comes around, they're like, okay, now we're updating it on the servers. Xbox is like, let's check it because they have to check the code to make sure me and Sarge, even though we own a company and we have a game, that we're not putting some sort of virus or bug that someone downloads off their server and then corrupts everyone's systems or whatever right so they have to do their due diligence to making sure the code's good everything works yada yada so it takes like a two-week process for this update to happen for people that are in gold standard okay that have followed the books have made their full game followed the rules by law okay and then submitted it they get to have to wait two weeks where and you're saying that because you're because you're in beta that just just flies in yes is that what you're trying to tell me yes It, it just flies in because they're working out the kinks they're working out the kinks. They're working out the kinks. Hence why Xbox's, most of the game titles they have are preview program, okay? When they're on the preview program, it's early access. It's a beta program. Once Fortnite reaches version 1.0, it's out of alpha slash beta, correct? And the article or the guy's channel, okay, Drifter's saying that it'll never, it will never come out of alpha or beta, okay? Because if it does then it would take longer for Fortnite to put their patches through. And right now, the reason Fortnite is so popular, okay, is because they're on board with their community, and their community is giving them feedback, and they're making fixes ASAP, okay? If they choose to go live and go gold with this, this patch coming out this week where they take out the the shopping cart and add the rocket launcher, the jet pack, and add this— would take a two-week process minimum. 
minimum where they're doing it weekly. Okay. They're doing it weekly and no one's stopping them. It's broke. They put another hot fix in. Okay. And every time, okay, they do this, it's, 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 it's for them. So the game developers are like, well, wait a minute. If Epic can do this, okay, if Epic can do this with Fortnite, why should we release Battlefield 5 as a gold, right? Not saying that they are. They are, right? But Battlefield 6, why should we release it as gold? Why don't we just say Battlefield 6 is in beta, right? Why isn't Call of Duty 7 in beta, right? Fallout 76 is in beta. Everything's in beta, right? Everything's early access in beta because then they, they, the game can be broke. Here's the dirty part, okay? Here's the dirty part. Fortnite is absolutely free, okay? It's in alpha stage, and they're close to making a billion dollars in sales. Think about that for a second. They're not even released, okay? They don't even have a full game. It's just a BR game. It's just a free BR game. They update the map whenever they want. They do whatever they want, okay? And they've made... Almost a billion dollars, if close, I would assume, right, off skins alone. This is going to turn the industry upside down and on its head, okay? Because this game is is on its way to be the most profitable game in the history and never to be released. Never be released. If If he's correct by saying that Fortnite will never come out of beta... Right? We're talking next year, two years, three years from now. And then once it dies, right? Once the BR hype is gone, once what what does Epic lose? What nothing. Is, they lose absolutely nothing. They have no skin in the game. Well, technically they have a bunch of skins in the game, right? And that's what they're making their money on. They could close shop tomorrow and it wouldn't matter because their their whole game is based on skins. Play this game for free. We sell skins. Doesn't do anything to the game. It just whatever you're happy with, guys. Go ahead, go for it. We'll add as much stuff as you want. It's it's gonna be one of the most profitable games in the history of video games right now if it keeps on the pace that it's doing. It's it's crazy, absolutely crazy. So this is bad news. This is bad news because you will no longer ever see a game, okay, that comes out that says it's a full release. Because why would they have to pay more money to have less less experience? What do you guys think in chat? Do you think this is this is going to affect anything in any way, shape, or form? Or do you think no, nope, this is no big deal? They're going to come out of and they're going to they're going to charge for it. <clears throat> what is, what's See? what's See? Tweak tweaks amending it right there. I would say my kids have spent somewhere between a hundred and two hundred dollars on Fortnite. Exactly for one copy, right? You only have one copy, Tweak. You only have that one, or do you have multiple systems? Well, it's play anywhere, right? Except on. Except on uh, on PlayStation, your account can link across all platforms except PlayStation. <clears throat> it's their money. Yeah, they can do what they want with their money. If my kid wanted to buy a pair of jeans, he buys a pair of jeans. If he wanted to buy a car, he buys a car. If he wanted to buy four hundred dollars worth of Fortnite skins, he can buy four hundred dollars worth. Of if he earned that money, he can do whatever he wants with that money. I'm okay with that. <clears throat> I'm not mad at Fortnite. For doing what they're doing. I think what Fortnite's doing with their battle pass and stuff, I think it's genius. I think it's absolutely genius. What I don't like is how much they charge, and I've talked about this, how much they charge for skins. Okay? People are upset that they had to pay $50 for an airplane in, in GTA. 
Okay? But yet, $20 for a skin. At least the airplane, I can fly around and land and crash and shoot people and, and do a bunch of stuff with. Epic had a great idea, and it's working? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad in any way, shape, or form at the, that Fortnite is making billions of dollars off of this. Okay? I think it's great that they found a way to make a video game to entertain. Because that's their, that's their job, right? Make art, entertain people. And they found a way to do it that they're not the ones throwing it in your face. Remember that. Epic's not going, play Fortnite, play Fortnite, play Fortnite, Fortnite. They're not running commercials on TV or anything like that, right? The news is talking about it. Every YouTuber's making videos of it. It reminds me, it reminds me of Minecraft, right? Back in the day in 2011, Minecraft was everywhere and anywhere, right? It was in the news. It was in schools. It was, it was every YouTuber on the platform was a Minecraft creator on YouTube. No one's making videos of Minecraft anymore. I mean, yeah, it's seven years later. It, ha it, it had its day. It, right. It had its yeah, but, day. But you notice, but you notice now if you, when you look at it, there's, there's that money for everything now. Money for skins, money for oh, boards, yeah. well, money for this. Because Microsoft is... bought it in 2014. That's why. Microsoft bought it in 2014, and they had yeah, to but, monetize. But Bojang doesn't care at that point. He got his money. Oh, yeah. Have a nice day. Yeah, Notch is out. Yourself. Yeah, Notch is out. And he, he's got a $40 billion mansion somewhere. Or, yep. you, you know what I mean? Like, or $4 billion mansion somewhere. Because uh, I think he sold it for, was it $2 billion or something like that? It was like some outrageous. Something crazy. Yeah. Uh, so... It, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem now. The game developers say, "Why, why would someone, why would someone invest time and stuff in a game where no one's going to spend money?" Right. So now all these game developers are like, "Well, I'm going to make a beta, and then I'm going to do early access, and then I'll make it free early access, and then I'll just put microtransactions in it." I think, I think this way down the road, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, but I don't know, man. I just think it's a, it, it's an interesting thing that he said that it'll never come out of beta. I, I said the same thing, but I was talking about I was talking about the single player aspect of it. I didn't really ever think about the BR never coming out. I just said that the BR is so popular that their their single player game will never come out of alpha because the BR is taking over. I think they would just scrap the single player game, which is a shame because I really do like it. So. Yeah, but whatever, but whatever to cut corners, right? right. Whatever to do the if it's not making money, then... to make maximum profit, right? Exactly, right? Because they've watched Bungie do it for the last four years, so why should they? Why should they spend X number of money to do these projects when then they can do very little and release it that way? Release it broke and wait for the fat and wait for the patch. Yeah, hey, well, it's funny because we we've made fun of DayZ for all these years because it's been out for what four years and yet it, it hasn't. As it were released, remember I, I saw I saw a brief article somewhere that says it was finally released. I gotta look it up. I have to look at it. I, I gotta look it up. But big deal if it is. Big deal <laughs> right. if it is. Yeah, right. It's the, it's the most non-existent game ever now. So what are you talking about? Yeah, tweak. I think the the Save the World is actually a really fun game. I I, I enjoy it a lot. It's a it's funny because people want to grind for a game. Like people that are looking for a grind in a game. Fortnite Save the World is that game. There is so much of a grind in that game to to get guns and level up your characters and do all this stuff. But at the same but nobody time, nobody talks about it. But no one talks but about it. But at the it. same time, everyone that wants a grind is like, I don't want to grind, and they throw money at it. And they know that. 
people know the developers know that they're like how long could someone play this game before they they throw ten dollars at it and they're like i don't know uh 100 hours and they're like great so we're gonna make this character 102 hours to get to okay and then that person plays 100 hours like i played this for 100 hours i can't get to that i'm, I'm not fucking doing it anymore i'm gonna pay ten dollars you know what i mean that's the mentality that people people have in games now yeah they do they do tally calm down i think it was more of a more of a you let them do that like he thinks that he was spending he didn't know the thing it's okay it's okay <clears throat> i think i think you're reading it out of context i know it says you let them do that he was asking like a question like you let them do that so the PUBG says uh, the article that I got here. It says PUBG's event pass doesn't let you keep everything you unlock. What does that mean? Earlier this week, PUBG Corp announced that the latest cosmetic unlock system for player uh, for PUBG. The pass is designed to help uh, launch okay the game's third map and support to re uh, reward players for certain cosmetic items for completing the challenges. Players will be able to purchase the pass for around ten dollars. Okay, uh, when it re officially releases. Uh, while we don't know exactly what the challenges are yet, we do have some idea for the rewards. The event pass itself has 30 levels to unlock and around 24 cosmetic items. The other levels grant you things like XP and extra BP, which range from jackets to pants to prison jumpsuits to po police uniforms. Of these items, 17 will be unlocked permanently for the account if you reach the required level, while 7 of the items will only be unlocked temporarily. These items are cosmetic that have already been available in PUBG through previous crates, but players who unlock them will get temporary trials with them, which will likely last as long as the event pass does. Uh, most of these items are uh, some of the popular in-game, are often fairly expensive in the game's marketplace. Go for somewhere around $100, making it more than a little odd to dub them trial items. I'm sorry. Did they say the item that they're giving away for free for a trial item is $100 to buy if you want to buy it? See, that's crazy. That's weird. That's crazy. That's crazy. <clears throat> so that's that's uh, PUBG. So they're adding a they're adding a, a battle so what, pass. So, so what about the, the, the thing that PlayStation blocked Fortnite? If you once you're on there, they locked you out of your account and you can't <laughs> play Fortnite or anything else. What kind of shitty move is this from so, PlayStation? So PlayStation, when, when Twitch... When people were trying to activate their Twitch accounts on their, uh, uh, I'm sorry, when they were trying to activate their Switch accounts for for Fortnite on their Switch, <clears throat> if they had gone to PlayStation, if they already... already played on PlayStation and already linked their account, they couldn't play it. So basically, PlayStation's like, we don't want you playing on anyone else's platform if you want to play this game. This game is only be able to be played on our platform, okay? Which is just so delusional and so like. I don't know anti, what's wrong. It's anti-consumer. Yeah, anti -consumer. It's, it's so... It, I don't understand why they do stuff like this. I don't understand why Sony's like, we're too big to fail. We're, we could do what we want. We have exclusives and stuff. And I think they think because they're the ones with the exclusive titles and their exclusive things and they get uh, exclusive trial time things... If Fortnite was be it's, able... It's to... PlayStation's like the PlayStation the game with the red, red velvet rope in front. Right. Like well, th you once you come inside the red velvet rope, that's it. Welcome to the red velvet rope. Right. So basically, basically what happens is, okay, Sony thinks that because if they if they stop people from playing, they're like they're only going to play on 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 PlayStation. Where anyone now, Nintendo and I, I didn't read the article, so a part of me for not really knowing what my stuff is, but 
there was a, a brief statement on Twitter that there was an ad put out by Xbox and Nintendo, okay, that they can do cross-play. Okay, so you can cross-play now with Fortnite, okay? So just like PC, now you can you can do cross-play with PC and PlayStation, okay, but you can't do cross-play with Xbox and PlayStation. But you can do cross-play with Xbox and PC and mobile with the Xbox and PC and all this stuff. So if Sony bends and lets Fortnite in the door where people can cross-play with Fortnite, they've now opened up a can of worms for every other game that wanted to do cross-play and Sony said no to, right? If Fortnite, because it's free, okay, no one's spending any money, so where where do you have to, why do you have to stop them from playing on your system, right? It's a free-to-play game, but you can't play it on PlayStation if you want to, you know what I mean? So they stopped. So if they let, if they let, they, I heard Xbox and Nintendo partnered, right, they can do cross-play now. <clears throat> so, I don't know the the in, ins and outs of it, Santos, but I know you can do crossplay now. So if 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 Sony bends and says Fortnite can come in, then they got to let Rocket League, then they got to let Destiny, then they got to let it just opens up this whole can yeah, of but, worms. Yeah, but Fortnite, but the it's the version of Fortnite. That's the, what makes it stupid. The version of Fortnite that's free, which is the BR only, right? Not the other part of the game. Correct. Like the the free part of the game, the free part. They wouldn't let them in. No. Not you creating another account, right? If they if, if I play on PlayStation, I buy a skin. Does do they get a percentage of the skin? Um, I'm not sure how that works because you're buying their currency off of their store. So I don't know if a percentage is given. Like, I don't know how that works. Do you guys know in chat? If it, I would think that that's probably the answer why PlayStation doesn't want to do it because if it's a free to play the game where everybody's just playing for free just to have a cross play just to see we can do it and be friends with each other, but they don't get their cut. That's why they don't want it. But what cut would they get though? How would they get a cut? The cut of the the cut of the skins bought when they're on the PlayStation. Oh, okay. So there you go. Tweak says that his kids they use PlayStation cards to buy V Bucks. There you go. There you go. So they're getting the right. Oh, and that's why. Okay, Miller. That's why Miller said. Uh, uh, uh what's his name? He used to be on IGN. Anyway, one of the one of the uh, critics said, "Fine." I, I've canceled my PlayStation account. I'll buy all my V. I'll buy all my skins now off my Twitch, or off my Switch, right? So they're not going to get any of that any of that money anymore. Exactly. <clears throat> so that makes sense. That makes sense. If you buy if you buy the uh, Xbox, you know, currency, you buy the PlayStation currency to buy the V Bucks, or you hook up a or you hook up a credit card account, right? So that makes sense. Still stupid, but it is what it is. Um, one of the other stories we have, let me see here. This is just so messed up. Uh, I don't understand. I don't, I, to this day, they're still like the, they're, they're just uncooperative. They think, they think they're going to be at the top forever. Right. Nobody, nobody stays at the top forever. I, I just, I, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it very humorous not funny in a, in a vindictive way because remember sony used to be under under nintendo in sales like they they were they were under right they worked hard they worked and they're at the now they're where nintendo it was okay like they're like the king of the hill of consoles and 
it might not be Xbox. It might be another company that comes out of nowhere and makes a console game or whatever. Well, it won't, well, it won't be Atari, so don't worry. Right. But someone somewhere might come out of, out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden Sony will be like, what did we do wrong? Do you know what I mean? Because they'd be like, well, you couldn't pay backwards compatible. You couldn't. You didn't want to do cross-play. You didn't want to do this. They're so anti-consumer. Consumer. Yeah, they're so anti-consumer. It's very, it's very weird. Um, I think that's it. I think we. Well, have... they don't. They they don't acknowledge they're anti-consumer because it's working for them. It's because they're the t- they're the king, right? Knock them off the right. podium. When it when it works for them, right? That's the other thing. Tempest Elder shit does get hacked. Does, multiple times. Does Sony get? Oh yeah. Well, they, I know the big times they got hacked. Does it happen for for the little things? Oh, every few years. You're t- yeah, you're talking about that. Yeah. <clears throat> so because says- one of the developers brags about how it's not hackable. Right. And then, can't then hack the hackers, this. Then the ha- you can't hack this, and the hackers go, "Oh yeah, okay." Yeah, they. You still can't do crossplay with Minecraft. I think it's. I think it's hilarious. I think it's stupid of them, because think about that. Minecraft is so big that if someone wants to play it. They have to go buy an Xbox or a PC. They're like, if I own a PlayStation, if I own a PlayStation, I have to play the single-player games I can only play on my system. But if I have a PlayStation and I don't have Minecraft, okay, and you have Minecraft, Sarge, and I want to play with you, I can't play with you. I physically have to go buy, okay, either a separate phone, right, a $300 phone so I can buy Minecraft on it, an iPad, which is like three to $400, I have to buy either an Xbox or I have to buy a PC so I can play Minecraft with my friends. Think about that. Think how much money Sony loses. I understand it's Minecraft, but there's other games, right, for cross-play. Okay? Sony's like, no, you can't play this game with cross-play. So instead, go out and buy yourself $400 worth of that console and that game and everything else that would have come to us. But no. Go, go, go. Go fund the other people. I don't understand. I just don't understand the mentality of, of Sony. Don't understand. Um, <clears throat> what are we playing tonight? That's a good question. What are we playing tonight? Are we, are we, are we continuing playing Star Wars? I don't or know. Do is, wanna... San, is, Santos, is Santos doing family stuff, or does he want to play tonight? Santos, you want to play some... Uh... No, we're not playing Sea of Thieves. I'm not playing Sea of Thieves until they do the next uh, weekly update. Yeah, someone's going to show me something. Um... If Santos is in for for Battlefield One, I'm in. And if uh, I'm with Bubble, you're with Buddies. I thought you were with Bubbles for a second. Santos, I was like, oh, he's in a bubble bath. He's with, he, he's with friends. He means, yeah. So he can't play. Is so that he's, what he's out. So we right, can just say you're just say you're out. So you we can we can play that. we can play State of Decay Two. I got new characters I could bring in, not OP characters, and just try to go like whatever. See if we can survive. Balls to the wall, right? Like rush, rush to the big base. Yeah, whatever. I, I I'll bring in a brand new noob character. Because if I bring All in right. my big guy but, with, but, with the gun, I have to start. I have to start a new guy, right? I have to start a new a whole new, new thing a, for a new map. Yeah, I have to go through the. I have to go through the tutorial thing again, right? Or uh, I can skip it. No, I can skip yeah, it. I think you can skip it. Yeah, I think you can skip it. All right, so we'll play State of Decay two. Yeah, Tempest, we want your ridiculousness for tonight. <clears throat> Boombox, fireworks, all kinds of stupid shit. Yeah, we want that. All right, guys. That is the end of episode 133 of Generation X Gaming. It's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. You can follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. You can follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. You can follow the show 
at 30 or at 30 at gen underscore x underscore gaming we're we're here live every single thursday at 8 p.m eastern i do appreciate you coming out and hanging out uh if you please hit that follow button if you're not already following uh and don't go anywhere because we're just taking a quick break the show's ending and then we're going live once again with some gameplay from state of decay 2 um oh he didn't hear he didn't hear us so we not even play state of k2 santos do you want to play battlefield one tonight and while you answer that we're we're, we're gonna take off take care guys see you next week take care Games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.